Get Into Gates, episode 25. We're talking season two, episode three, Prisoners. We are getting the gate. We love Stargates. And uh, hey, just come on this bloody big journey with us, eh? My name is Mitch. The full Get Into Gate team is here to my right. Matty Gibson, hello. You're not going to do directions again, are you? It's, a, it's an At audio. Fear of the mind, mate. I'm just trying to paint the room. Just paint a picture with your yep. imagination brush, eh? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And if you have headphones, it's, well, it's not yeah. directional, so who cares? <laughs> A great start. Welcome. That was Welcome a very long it. hello, Matty. And then uh, Brendan on the other side of me. Hi. And Reese. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Sounds dumb. <laughs> Sounds dumb. We're here to talk Stargate. Oh, uh, Matty, Brendan, and myself are long term fans of the show. Seen it a bunch of times the last 20 years. Reese, Brendan's brother. Not so Lived much. his whole life with Brendan. Never seen an episode. Finally, he's done it, so he's experiencing it for the first what time. Are we doing? We're reliving it with him, <laughs> and we're just here to talk your about it. Didn't like adopt him out or something like that. Be like, just be like, well, that's what I've been telling him for years. So we're here to talk Prisoners, episode three of season two. And we started off well, boys. Uh, unlike last year, as far as you guys were concerned, we're two for two for season two. We're going into episode Say three. Now, it was, a, it was a dark day of season one when we hit episode three. It was emancipation. Yeah. Maddie loves it. I get it. I get it. It I'm was like, in Almost the death of the series. <laughs> My anger like, we were signed for 80. I let it go. Um, no, we weren't. I, was nearly, I nearly stalled by this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you nearly tapped out. Like yeah, The whole yeah. podcast relies on you. And you're like, episode three. Oh, not Ooh. worth it, guys. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> that was a pretty <laughs> what? shitty knife fight. What are they you going on about? You can all go get f***ed <laughs> in the f*** by an Oh, shit. Is it rich midnight or something? <laughs> don't feed the gremlins. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right, let's talk prisoners. Let's go to the DVD. Let's see what this is all about. After the SG-1 team inadvertently helps a desperate criminal, they are charged as accessories to murder and banished to a desolate penal colony. Only one woman there has the power to help them escape, but freedom might not be worth the price she's asking. Now, for any long-term listeners of Get Into Gate, we try and insert our favourite side character, Walter, into the synopses. Now, it's a little bit hard there... And because he doesn't feature in this episode, I think I might even want to talk about this next week, depending on how this pans out. I haven't watched next week's episode yet, but I'm, I'm noticing at least Walter hasn't been in this episode. He wasn't in last episode. Yeah, it was so that he's chick. Not, yeah, the, there was a chick in this do reckon, episode. Do you reckon after that, you know, the, the, the shot of him that you guys love in um, There Before the Grace of Gold, where he's got his combat cardigan and he's just fucking... Yeah. Maybe, he's off, maybe he's off just, like, getting some training. He's just off, you know, mm, getting some yeah. training. Maybe more basic. He's, <laughs> gonna, he's getting his a new advanced. cardigan knitted. So he's off, like, you know, there's, I want to see a montage of him, just, like, training for, like, one of those army fields where he's got to climb over the fence <laughs> and scurry under the, the wire fencing and all that sort of stuff. Today was the first day of basic again. <laughs> <laughs> so with this episode, look, I, I appreciate, I guess, the idea that we're presented in the in the pre credits scenes. It honestly, oh. it did didn't it didn't grip me. Like they go to a planet, mm. they come across a stranger, they help him out because he's in need of help. And all he of a kept, sudden, all they kept saying was Taldor, Taldor, and I'm like. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <Hold> the door. <laughs> it, it, and honestly, I was worried. It felt like the third episode blues to me because emancipation from that. No, honestly, it really did. Because last season, that first five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is different from the first two episodes. Oh, and then they were in the light, like the like oh, yeah. Yeah, Jarrell. Or yeah, something. like Superman the movie. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. kind of fun. And then all of a sudden, they're in this prison. I'm like, okay, it's it's a good idea, but I just for what the the execution of it just didn't grip me from the start and it wasn't really until probably the final act or at least 
partway through the second act when I remembered how this how this episode was going to end, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to save itself, unlike Emancipation did, because I felt like that whole episode was... Oh, look, God! Look, it was in my bottom seven of last season. Okay, I'm not just know. saying this to upset you, but I'm, we've compared like it, episodes one and two of the respective seasons. I'm trying to do that with episode three as well. Again, I feel like we're repeating from the last two weeks. This is a better episode three than what it was last season, but I just I felt like the start didn't... you like a pig. Hey, mate, now you're the one that's dragging <laughs> us back, okay? I'm trying to move on. Um, All right, I guess we're looking out for Tolder, it's just, yeah, it's just a slow start for me, I thought. I don't know, I was a bit worried. Reese, yeah. what about you watching it for the first time and knowing that we were going to compare it to Emancipation because that's, that's what we said <laughs> what? last weekend. Oh. <laughs> mate, you, hey, you started this. I'm not I doing... Wanna, I just want to go home, you know what? I just... Wouldn't have thought so, mate. Um... <laughs> <laughs> The start of it for me was a little bit, yeah, a little bit confusing, I guess. Um, yeah, they just rock up out of nowhere. They see this guy and then they're like, obviously you're going to help him if he's saying, you know, help me, help me. But listening to the dialogue, he actually says, we've been here for 24 hours. So they're in that forest for 24 hours. Yeah, and didn't see anything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, and then all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, and then comes. SG-9 go yeah, and they, they found them immediately. What I presume from that is that they, they got sent to that dark room with the spotlight and then, yeah, just all the shit was on the ground or whatever. But then SG-9 obviously talked to them and said, no, yeah, we're diplomatic. They obviously didn't take weapons with them. Otherwise, they would have. Well, it wasn't that the original... No, yeah, they were... They had weapons on sacred land? Yeah, they were trespassing. Mm. Yeah, that was their and original... Helping a... <clears throat> yeah, yeah, helping old un- mate. It was unclear. Who wrote this episode? <laughs> uh, uh, this was... Terry... <laughs> Terry Curtis Fox, who actually only wrote two other episodes for the series, which was Secrets, um, in a couple of seasons' time. That's a... I'm not going to say for Reese's benefit. It's a secret. And then Rules of Engagement. He wrote those two episodes as well. So, three very different episodes. And directed by David Warry Smith. I know who had had, had a, a bit to say in the last couple of episodes of last season. I want to... Without knowing specific episodes, I think he had uh, yeah, a, yeah, he, he had a good track so record. So, can't blame Cooper for this. He did there no. with the grace of God. I, I like this episode. I've always liked this. has been one of a, a good favourites. Obviously, they mentioned Botany Bay, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the original <laughs> name for Sydney Harbour, which it's totally not. But that's fine. <laughs> um, but when they Murder. go into the prison... Mitch, I know you would have noticed this, the whistling. Yeah. It's, it reminds Negan. me of The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, Negan. yeah. I just wanted someone to walk out with a baseball bat just go, oh, ho, SG-1. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all have to line up. <laughs> <laughs> little Tilk, Little Tilk. <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> Speaking of Tilk, I think he had one of the, the best moments very early on in this episode. Tilk looks scary in Tink Point. Yeah, and then Tilk's like, yep, and turns yeah. around like a I robot. Like, Good call. What? That's why he's the leader. Yeah. Just clenches his jaw, raises an eyebrow, and starts walking. Yeah. And there were so many moments We're like that him. in this episode. They're, they're in <laughs> yeah, prison. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're walking through, or he's just around a corner, and he's he's there as point guard. He's there looking out for them the whole time, yeah. except for when they were really under attack, and he was in another hallway yeah, somewhere. Yeah, why was he there? I don't anyway. know. And clearly wasn't listening to everyone screaming and yeah. yelling. He's like, well, it's nothing I need but to be actually, concerned with. Obviously, we're kind of jumping forward a bit, but Linnea tells Carter specifically yes. that her friends will be attacked and, and she, she totally didn't. She specifically <laughs> told them, go warn them. Yeah, and she goes and goes, she yeah, went- she, she's going to come with us. All right, see you guys. Yeah, and Daniel's getting 
On you, I was waiting for I it. it. I only want to say it because otherwise I probably wouldn't have brought it up on the, on the podcast, but I want to see whether you did feel the same. It was a very weird feeling considering this is essentially a prison episode. It's called Prisoners. They get there, Carter gets attacked by the big fella, and then Linnea comes out and goes, no, 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 stop. She's under my protection. No one is to touch her. And all the Neanderthal men just sort of slumped like, <laughs> Huh? We don't get to sexually abuse anyone now. I'm like, it was just such a weird, awkward sort of yeah. reaction. To, like she's and like, she, a, don't hurt her. Oh damn it! Yeah. Like, what I'll else are we supposed to do for fun and, around here? And yeah. she she does say she she says to Carter they kind of bond and go, you know, oh, it's a sister, hard place. Sister, it's a hard yeah. place for a woman to be. So clearly, mm. there's other women who've been sent to this planet. Mm. We don't yeah. see any of them. Yes. So I, think, yeah. I feel yeah. like as 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 a harder time as all the prisoners are having. I feel like the female prisoners are. Probably had a worse time, and yeah. oh, absolutely, especially before Linnea. Probably aren't up. there anymore. Yeah. To, um and if you've ever and in the future, <laughs> if, you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie Bone Tomahawk, yeah, the, uh, do yourself a favor. Yeah, oh. yeah, because I didn't actually realize that when she went up and said that to old old mate, the the big ugly guy, Vishnor, Vishnor, I I didn't actually realize that that was supposed to label him as. The leader, or like the the mm, the boss alpha. of the, the, the yeah alpha world. yeah of the of the prison, and until later on, I mean it was pretty. I mean the storyline was was pretty basic. I mean mm. they had a lot of filler, obviously for the for the episode. Yeah, but um, it was good filler. Sen- like, yeah, it was. You, you it cut was... to the shot of Tilk holding that dude <laughs> up. Tilk, I think he's had enough. If you once again try to physically harm myself or any of my companions. My patience with you will expire. <laughs> He's choking the As will you expire. Oh, joke. <laughs> yeah. Making friends, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, just the, yeah, the word expire mm. is so mm. much more threatening than anything else he could have said. Like, yeah. we'll come to an end. In all end, those movies, or... the, the more threatening villain is not the one who's, like, really loud and yelling and stuff. It's the one who gets really quiet. Yeah, Vader. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> so calm. Mm. Um, we found out that uh, O'Neill has m- might have been in prison previously. Mm. Oh yeah. Maybe um military prison. How? Yeah, cuz he's given given tips to Jackson or you take your glasses off, mate. Yeah. <laughs> You're a weakling. These guys don't know I feel what like, glasses are. Yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> apparently a sign of weakness that uh that, yeah, that very very clean and straight <laughs> yeah. shoulder-length hair of yours though. You can keep that. <laughs> it is a classic sci-fi trope though having that sort of prison planet. There's actually a really great it's episode awesome. of of what? Of what? Farscape. Uh... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Got that, suckers! <laughs> Just you Got alluded it. to it, so that's one. <laughs> uh, but no, Brendan, you you watch um, Farscape a lot. You sure know the, do. That's the kind of vibe I got in this episode. Just to, when when they were taken to the Taldor and, and they're in the dark. And, oh yeah. And and Hammond is you know talking to them with the with the SG nine leader and stuff like that. I kind of got that same vibe from um, yeah, from the yeah, episode. Yeah. Of oh, wasn't he Farscape? Badass Hammond when he was talking oh. to him. Oh god. Release oh, them or yeah. I'll come and nuke you. Step up to the plate. Yeah. Make it the big dog come at the, the hour. Gate. Come yeah. with the man, like, yeah. and then especially when you put him against. Uh, all I've got written down was who was this rule following dick? Yeah, because you had uh, the black guy. Was <laughs> he, he was the leader of SG nine? The black fella? No, he was SG three. He was SG three. Yeah. The other guy was SG nine. Marines or whatever. SG nine is is the diplomatic unit. Ro- oh, so that's okay. Well, that Daniel makes sense. Sh- should have been leading. Yeah. Well, I would say if 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 I couldn't get on SG one, I'd want to be on SG nine. Oh, not after seeing that, oh, Mister Politics. Really. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, because he goes, he's like, Hammond, uh, look, I, I wouldn't be going back there, sir. Uh, with all due respect of what you think, I would disagree with everything you're saying. And then SG3 Blake's like, let's just go back there and tell him we mean business. Yeah. And Hammond did what he, he's been doing, what we've what we've sort of criticised him for doing, but also commended him for doing along the way, is that he lets the argument play out in front of him. He catfishes Even him. though he knows he's already made us his decision. Yeah. And so he, he sort of sent away SG3 guy. Well, he listens to everyone and then makes up his decision. That's mm. a leader. Come on, man. No. That's a leader. Oh. He, he's, <laughs> he'll say something and then there's a, literally he'll go to say something and then Daniel cuts him off and gives him another big explanation and then well, Hammond literally goes, I already, I already made my, my decision. Mm. Yeah. Or in this one, he sent away SG3's leader, who he ended up agreeing with, only to listen to SG9's guy for so much longer, and then to go, "No, you back off. I'm going to go, and yeah. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to get myself because you, I can't be trusted." Yeah, Trust if I had to choose to between being on SG3 and SG9, I'd take SG9. That oh, SG3 actually, die every year. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love the way that SG9 guy, who is a diplomat, stands up to this, you know, marine, and basically he owns that SG3 leader in that meeting. Cause it's because the SG3 guy's like, I want to shoot a gun. <laughs> well, no, see, that's what I felt about SG9 guy. I felt SG9 guy's like, sir, oh, they've, they've, been, they've been arrested for something, and look, it's their law. We should respect their law. So if there's an opening for SG1, I'm going to put my hand up. Um, I got, I got you the vibe know. he was saying SG1 were taken within their law, so we didn't have any right to run in guns blazing like SG3 wanted. I feel like SG9 was willing to go in and mm. negotiate with them, but he was just saying the Taldor are just their following way. their own laws. Yeah. We need to be submissive in this case. We need to have another yes. this. Yeah. No, yeah. But <laughs> I also, I also <laughs> felt like he was kind of he was kind of advising Hammond that arguing with them or trying to come to a, a mutual decision with them is kind of fruitless Futile. because they're not going to go against yeah, their own like, ruling. We don't understand exactly who they are and what they've got. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they can kill and us just right here, right now. Banish you for no. I thought there was that good scene just before Hammond is 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 about to go through the Stargate for the first time in cool. you know a year. Oh, that that was the worst advice he gave him. No, no, but that's the thing is <laughs> that was good advice because as they're walking along, he gives him an on the record briefing, and then he says, "But off the record, they're dicks." Is basically what he says. Yeah, that was. Oh, no, so I, I was thinking. I was more thinking about when he goes, "You gotta exhale before you go through." Because oh yeah, the gate travels. <laughs> like was... off, mate. Yeah, well, he's a different. What if you go through a vacuum? Yeah, you need uh, some oxygen in your lungs, or if you're in water, Who's Stargate through to okay. a vacuum. If you're in water, you want a lung full so you can swim to the ditch. But they're going to a planet back. they know. Boom, through, mate. You swear this episode was written by Robert Cooper. The way you're picking it apart like that. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, obviously he's, no, they, he's a SG9 diplomat. SGI guys are. Dick. So he's got. He's, he's got. <laughs> Don't no... tell him another man how to breathe. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got old no on you. Hammond goes. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Thanks, you. Piece he's of got, yeah, he's got. No, he's got no business telling Hammond how to travel through the gate. But I think all the yeah. advice he gave him about the Taldor was good. No, no, yeah, that. Um, but then there is also the, obviously that moment at the end where. As much as, you know, you want Hammond to tell that guy to get f***ed about breathing as he goes through the gate and stuff, then Hammond turns around and goes, they did dull the right address, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, that oh, was lame. I know you're going for the joke, mate, but come on now. Yeah. Getting back to the actual prison, Reese, uh, I think uh, around the time that Linnea is um, is being asked for a power source by, by Carter, I started to remember mm. where this was going and who Linnea is. Mm. Did you pick up any earlier, or was it literally when that bloke busts through to the SGC at the end of the episode, and you, you're learning it as essentially the writers are telling well, you? Well, what did you think about when she healed his vision, 
and he kind of freaked out. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, they obviously had the the backstory about you know oh, I went wrong, you know, you know, presume it was an accident and blah blah blah. Mm. So you're just like, oh yeah, this friendly old woman's just trying to help, and it just got worse. <laughs> like the poor old love now she's in yeah. jail. <laughs> but um, no, she didn't necessarily lie either. Yeah. Yeah. What do they say? That a lie is yeah. most convincingly hidden within the truth. Yeah. 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 Just don't think I'm innocent. Mm. You mean you take responsibility? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. that, it's that <laughs> sure. fine line. It's like, well, for us to get vaccinated for diseases, we actually get injected with tiny portions of the disease mm. so our yeah. bodies can form antibodies for it. So it's like, in a way, she was, you know, she was totally telling the truth. It mm. was just like, she was just a little bit too aggressive. And you know what? Sort of like we mentioned last week with uh, Cassandra identifying Carter as actually having a Gould symbiote mm. within her. And they, we, we were like, how did they just believe her straight away? Like, yeah. you know, Brennan, you, you went on a rant oh. about it, like, she's got PTSD. No you know, she's a, she's a crazy little girl <laughs> for all we know. hates Cassandra. Her, but this girl potentially hates Carter Nancy, because she, <laughs> she hasn't <laughs> seen <laughs> Carter for so long. In this, it's a guy from, I guess, the planet that Linnea, as far as he Destroyed. was concerned, brought disease to. Now, yeah. she has told us partly the truth like you said Brennan she said oh there was a disease I tried to cure it and uh, and it, it made things worse it was an accident but I take responsibility for it this guy comes through and says no she destroyed it she she made it now as far as we know yeah. he's just a guy who yeah. found out about the disease only when she was already trying to yeah. cure it mm. but they immediately believed him because it was six minutes until the end of the episode, yeah. you know, and they start walk, you know, well, they start doing that. But then again, they start doing that hallway walk because she is with two of the, you know, leading people of the SGC. She's with Carter. She's with Doc Fraser. She automatically knows how to use a friggin' MacBook. <laughs> but um, actually, it wasn't Doc Fraser. It was some random fill-in. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. Fraser was at the Academy Hospital. Of course, it was <laughs> in her office. That's what else. <laughs> Maybe her and Walter on their honeymoon. Yeah. I just got my one of my last notes. Was Fraser sick? Who the f- was this new female doctor? Like they even gave her a With short haircut as well. She had like the, perm, the weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like they were it's trying Pauline to make Hansen. her. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to make her Fraser. It's like if you yeah. don't like I just did. If it's, you didn't remember Fraser wasn't in it. Fraser was in it. Well, she yeah. didn't really have any lines. So I wonder if it was just um, Janet Fraser's uh, body double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just dressed up and uh, gone. Janet's bitch. She's got another acting gig somewhere. She couldn't make it this week. We'll just put you in there. Yeah. But the blind guy, am I the only that thought he looks a lot like Carmen Argenziano? Oh, yeah. Who's that? <laughs> he was so excited when you said, oh, yeah. I thought you were a fan of Stargate. You don't even know the actor's name. Selmak. Yeah. Selmak. Carmen. Like yeah. I no, I noticed he, was, he looked familiar. I was the same, and every time I watch this episode, I go, "Man, that guy looks familiar." And I IMDb him, and I've seen nothing that he's been in, and yeah, I go, okay. "It must just be because he looks like Carmen." It's it's an ongoing thing though with this show. I think they need to fix up quick because it should be if you haven't already caught on that Lanae was going to be bad, going to turn out to be this villain. It should be obvious to us now when they immediately trust them with everything they've I got. Know. Yeah. You know? Oh, we got that all in the computer. Yeah. Really? I guess mm. against my own <laughs> argument, the, the only exception from that rule has been the Tolan so far. Because they gave them free yeah. reign for everything. They let them up onto the surface, like yeah. within minutes Not of even them getting tilt. there. Said, mm. Hey, if you want to take Carter over onto a date out uh, on a date, you can go yeah, do that. Go sure. For it. But everyone else that went, hey, oh, do you want to come see like our secrets? Do you want the nuclear codes just to like play around with and stuff? Yeah, sure. Holy shit, they've actually turned yeah. against you. Mm. As soon as she did that, I'm like, okay, well, if it wasn't already obvious now, why are you saving the reveal when you're making it so obvious mm. with mm. dumb decisions made by really intelligent characters? Yeah. Mitchell? Mm. Who should know better? This is an episode where the MacGuffin for the episode is 
magic vines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought hey, I mate, missed... It's not magic. It's cold fusion, okay? <laughs> technology, we've said this before, technology that we are In not aware of looks like magic. Mm-hmm. Okay? Continue. In a, in a plant? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... You can grow. They don't take any of the plant back with them. Yeah. yeah. So it's like Lene's going to teach them how to make cold fusion with a few drops of liquid in a plant that yeah. they don't take back with them. Like, this, this is just yeah, this... Re- like one in a backpack or... Again. Yeah. This is just this reoccurring thing of we go out to find all this new technology. We find it, but that's it. We just and leave it there. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Look, there it is. Let's go home. Yeah. yeah. At least, though, they ha- they're making baby steps where they didn't bring the technology home, but they brought the source of the technology with them. Like, yeah. it's yeah, just in the past, true. it's been like, yeah. cure for the disease. Oh, I'm already carrying but stuff then, with both yeah, my like, hands. She had SGC <laughs> gear on there. They're like, can she have a room here? Yeah, yeah what the hell? Like, how shit? long is she staying? Yeah, yeah. get so her no. clearance. She's meeting the president. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd, they'd wrap the tendrils around the Stargate. I know, so lame. But oh, then, yeah. but then when the Stargate opened, the Stargate should have destroyed those tendrils. Yeah. But when the Stargate closes, when they escape, the tendrils are still wrapped well, around. That's what I always wonder: if it's only the single vortex in the middle that destroys things, or if the rest is just like the event horizon. Yeah, like the, the like those that, like those poor guys standing in front of yeah. the swoosh, waiting to get Shit out. Yeah, this is our escape. <laughs> nope, there's no, your there's feet. You're smoking shoes. And I don't <laughs> yeah. know why you're now, doing it. And then still be feet <laughs> inside those shoes. Yeah. So that's what I don't understand about. Uh, so they talk about the hope aspect of it, yeah. but it's like yeah. you there's physic. There would have been feet left in those shoes. It's like yeah. you know that person didn't go home. Mm. Yeah, even if they did, they don't have feet anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, why didn't he jump completely into? It? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the guy so, gets new shoes though. And someone yeah. who's yeah. a little bit shorter or something like that is in the kawoosh. Sometimes there's probably a bit of shin left in there as yeah. well, yeah. or maybe, <laughs> maybe from the knee down. It's like. Come on, guys. Now, we have seen before, as an audience, uh, that they can't stand in front of that, the, the vortex, whoosh. right? The whoosh. Yeah. We know that they can't stand in front. So when we see that at the start of the episode, there's burning feet, we're like, well, we know what happened to them. Yeah. What do we know? It's probably more a question for you, Reese, because you have only seen up until this episode. What do we know so far about traveling through a wormhole? As in, is it one way, two way? As in, you know, if, if someone dial, if someone dials into you, someone dials into the SGC, can SG one walk through that same wormhole? Yeah, well, I honestly, I it turns that's... out Reese has been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I know because yeah, I remember the the thing, the one I'm I'm thinking back to is when the guy world were dialing Earth and they could keep the connection open, but Earth couldn't close it. They just they had to have the. Um, the iris closed. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 connection sort of dependent as long as you both got a power source, I guess. It's ba- it's for all intents and purposes, it's dependent on the dialer. Yeah. But I know what I know, having seen all ten seasons of Stargate SG one, or maybe even four episodes ahead of this, where they yeah. actually answer this question. But what do you know? Like, Can you presume- go two ways, or is it only a I one way? I presume two ways. Yeah. That's mm. the only reason I ask is we know what we know as audience members yeah. up until mm. now. Mm. What do the prisoners know? Because yeah. they think yeah. standing in front of that vortex is going to take it with them. Now, why not wait until the vortex goes? And yeah. then that's what I'm talking about. The when the food's coming out, just jump yeah. in there. Now, I first when I when I asked myself that question watching this show, watching this episode, the first answer I thought of was, well, they're going to know that someone's standing on the other side. That's why there's prisoners being thrown through. That's why there's food being fed through the wormhole. But I'm like, well, hang on. 
what else are you expecting when that wormhole opens and you're standing mm. in the vortex? You're still going to presumably end back up at the other side yeah. Yeah. and there's going to be your executioners, your the warden. Such a shame Robert yeah. Sidgeeva didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just found it strange. Like, it's all there for the effect to go, shit, they're losing hope. They're standing yeah. in front of something that's certain death. I've never thought about that yeah, going back because you just always... Because, yeah, because when it opened, because obviously they're not, they're, they're not fearful of the gate. Yeah, and then the, they open the the wormhole again to get out, and then that's when they they chase after it. So, yeah, I guess they would I mean, have they, known that it's one way. They could be just fearful of the Taldor. Yeah, that's, that what, they, they that's what I'm saying. Through, that. Why yeah. why yeah. would they not think the Taldor would be there if mm, they go the through the vortex, vortex yeah. instead of just the open wormhole oh, event yeah, horizon thing? Mean, yeah. But how would um, they know so much about the Stargate? You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah. They don't know. So they they yeah. as far as they're concerned, the vortex is the way home. Why though? Why why is yeah, that split second the yeah, way why home the when vortex the open wormhole of Enterprise yeah. is held or whereas the normal yeah. wormhole yeah. just seemed like such a weird thing that yeah, you think we, they'd all be gone. Yeah, as far as we're led oh, to believe, open, no yeah. one has ever tried to get through yeah. the event horizon because yeah. they're all trying to get through that. They think that's the way home. Like when it's op- that that part of the of the phenomenon is. 0.5% of its time that it's it's open, exposed to the prisoners. But anyway. Well, here's a question. If you, like when the food comes in, right, if they wait for the Kawoosh and there's just the stable um, event horizon of an incoming wormhole, mm. if you step into that, yeah. do you die as well? Yep. Or do you get pushed back like Homer coming through the hedge? Do you get pushed back into the, <laughs> <laughs> into the room you just stepped into? Uh, well, Are you I th- talking about the information that we have now? Or yeah, whatever? yeah. I've yeah, just never like really thought about it. Is what happens if you step through a, a wormhole going the wrong way? Do you just come back in or you disintegrate the, it? But yeah, that was my question. I think from what we know now, the way well, I, I say, we, we just don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Because yeah. the course is obviously dangerous because it's coming at you. Mm. Whereas this, once the event horizon is stable, yep. it's, well, it's only... It's only your idiocy if you get to walk through one that's going the wrong way, whether it'll kill you or not. I don't know. Yeah, that's re- it. That's what I but, always wondered. Because do... they say they say the Kawush is the unstable vortex created mm. with the wormhole, mm. but once that's gone, the wormhole is stable. Mm. So if you step through, we obviously find out it's it's one way travel, so you can't you can't travel to the other planet from an income, incoming wormhole. But what happens if you step through? Do you get disintegrated and not reintegrated, or do you just get, like I said, Homer Simpson? Hedged back out. Yeah. Mm. The, the, the reason I presume that it was two ways is because I just liken the Stargate to a, a, a telephone. Like if someone calls you, mm. your phone rings, you mm. pick it up, you can talk back to them. Yeah, it's interesting because they do use that metaphor a lot in the, the dial home device yeah. and dialing. In a, but can you imagine if. Yeah, well, radio waves can go back and forth, but. Through the Stargate. Well, sound yeah. waves can. Or whatever, but, yeah. Yeah. But it's the equivalent of the Stargate is the equivalent of this. Yeah, like with the mobile phone analogy is I can dial you and talk to you. You can hear me, but can't talk back to me. So to respond yeah, to what okay. I'm saying, we've got to hang up and then you've got to call me. Yeah. And yeah. So it's, it's a weird prospect. I wonder, so yeah, Obviously. I wonder, maybe it's in the film that they, whether they, whether they stayed in the film, it's, it's one directional. Like the, the wormholes can only travel in one direction. I know Carter does say in further episodes, matter can only travel one way through this. Are you blah, blah, blah. No, you do. You can't, if you go back through you, you're dead. Hmm. It's in, in, it happened to a Malp in an episode called A Hundred Days. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And the gate was on its Yeah, side. it travelled through and then fell back. <laughs> yeah. and well, why didn't you just say that at the start of the because conversation? That's why we I wouldn't said, have to wait we just 10 minutes. talking about what we know at this point? Or yeah. I just wanted to clarify the yeah. spoilers. Yeah. It wouldn't just make, it wouldn't make more sense 
if you went through it, you stayed on Earth. Because mm. imagine if you came up to a, a wormhole and go, yeah, who oh, did this? Shit, who yeah. dialed in or out? Yeah. Yeah. From what yeah, we know, it's a no, life or death question. Yeah. yeah. There's no <laughs> indicator. Would you risk it? <laughs> no, well, unless there is some light sequence, but from what we know, there's no indicator to say that it's incoming no. or outgoing. No, not at all. So there that's was, the question. There was an interesting thing I noticed this too, and it might even tie back to, and I know this was a heavy conversation from one of our last episodes, but the the hypotheses that Brendan and I had about solitudes and, and gate travel and all that sort of stuff. There was that moment where Daniel's scrawling on the ground and he's like, oh no, Samaria's out and Chulak's out hmm. in terms of places they can travel. So I'm wondering if that means... they. Safety what did wise. you guys take to that? They can't travel to that because... They're just stuck there then, and there's still no one's going to those planets from SG1 because they don't have any GDO, so they can't dial yeah. directly back to Earth. So they can only go somewhere where there's no iris. Well, Samaria is out because that's where Thor's hammer is, and Tilka get no, taken well, that back was, to the mountain. They destroyed it, remember? No, they destroyed the hammer, but not the transport device. But they know their way out. But they sealed it with the rocks. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> and um. But and then the, why would? And Chulak, well, that's kind of behind enemy lines. Well, why would why would they bother saying it then? Of course it's out. So oh, my, yeah. my I guess he's, is, yeah, I assume he's just kind of brainstorming and going, what addresses do we know off by heart? Well, my thought is like what we were talking about in the other uh, the other week is, was it potentially the symbols that they need to get to those planets aren't on this gate? That's what mm. I that's what I took from it was that's, that yeah that's they were I'm thinking the most <laughs> the most <laughs> obvious planets that they knew yeah and they're like oh yeah okay yeah we can't go to those ones that's interesting yeah work their way mm. through no you're probably right yeah again so it's another one of those things like like the point of origin for solitudes that we're talking about it's one of those things that we never really get I think the they're probably to just it. saying that for more world building is for fans to go oh yeah I remember that world mm. I don't think it was it deeper than that mm. I just wonder why they wouldn't go talk, think like we were saying the other day think about their allies and go well mm. and they say oh Argos is out yeah. and you know mm. and then obviously there was the great power where Daniel's like getting choked out and then discovers where he can go to meet up with another team yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when Vishnor when Vishnor grabs him like that is one of the most just over the top acting moments I've ever seen when he's like yeah. mm, and does the bear hug <laughs> oh, and yes. like yeah. oh mate you're at an eight. I need you at like a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we, well, with that ending, Reese. I mean, in a in a rarity, um, such a such away. a key villain. She guts the way. Mm. Well, I like I like the wording that they call a destroyer of worlds. Like that's yeah. not going to come back to bite him. Yeah, that's yeah. from. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the Bhagavad Gita. That's from. What's that? One of the one of the <laughs> one of the Hindu gods is the destroyer. He's the destroyer of worlds, and then also there's the. Um, Have you had heard it before? Well, there's a beautiful line from... It's one of those really tragically beautiful signs. When... What's the name of the team that... Is the Manhattan Project that, that discovered to how to split the atom and the A-bombs and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys... I can't remember which guy it was. Oh, I'm so annoyed. But he basically says, oh, here we are. Einstein. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> Einstein was one of the Thomas Jefferson. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you uneducated swine. Tell some. Tell some. Um, <laughs> One of his one of his Tesla. quotes was basically when they realised Tesla. no, like Telstra. <laughs> Telstra said it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Tesla's there in World War Two, breaking you know, <laughs> splitting the atom. Yeah. Um, no, he says, um basically he quoted the Bhagavad Gita and he's like, Here we are, these the these foul sons of bitches. We are the um the destroyer of worlds. Mm. And it's yeah, it's it's a really to oh, me, yeah. it's a it's a really powerful um I think there's even a, as random as this, there's even a Lincoln Park song where they actually take Quotes from up. that speech of you know some people laughed, some people cried. Here we are, the destroyer of worlds. You know, 
it's yeah, it's a really powerful sort of phrasing and, and imaging. Destroyer yeah, of the world. It's mm. it's huge. I yeah. remember. I think I came up with a short story based on that oh, phrase really? once. I remember f- Don't first. Know what it was, but the first time I watched rubbish. through these, <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting really confused because obviously in there, but for the grace of God. Um, uh, you the, keep the, referencing the it. address. So, well, uh, I just like poking more holes. You must in it like it. I can. Yeah, I reckon it's um, obviously a key. The the mag- the magical episode that Daniel decrypts is the destroyers come from. Mm. So the first time I watched this episode, I thought it was reference to that because mm. the first time I watched the end of the series, I didn't realize that the destroyers was Apophis and Chlorel. Yeah. So I I had this misguided Unless thing in my head of going. They stole her gate. Boom. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> now we're really reading into it. Uh, may, maybe that was Lene's home planet. The only thing I wanted to end from. on was those poor bastards who missed out on the escape. Oh, oh my. That stupid prick going, Escape! It's like, mate, don't yell, run. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you care uh, about the people that yeah. have just been shitting on you like for four that. years? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. That, bo- that bowl of gruel would have wanted been the best oh, gruel man. of your oh. life. To and you know what I was devastated at? They, You know the, the little uh, wooden bloody sled that they had to get their food, their gruel into the little bathtub? Yeah. It burnt when they when they went out and oh. the swish come through. Oh. It was burnt to a crisp. I'm like, now it's just really? going to be poured on the floor. There's one Those guy poor just standing bastards. there. They just put the bathtub there instead. I no. I don't know why they needed the slide. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's just wasting because half it's getting stuck yeah. on the slide. <laughs> well, what got me at the end was, you know, the Destroyer of Worlds. She has, as far as we're led to believe now, killed a lot of people with that disease in that world. Mm. She's come here. She's learnt to build something. She sets off the uh, the self-destructs, mm. which is usually Hammond's job. <laughs> She's, but, she's, um, she's, yeah, yeah, she's seen. Um, she's seen all of Hammond was in that scene. I don't know if you noticed, but Hammond was off in the corner just jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when this happens. I did notice. That. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, but Carter's Walter. He'd love it. <laughs> He's on stress leave, sir. <laughs> Fuck this <a> pussy. <laughs> Oh, it's actually going to happen this time. <laughs> We're down to one. What? Blackout? <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> um, but, but they were still. so goddamn calm. Like, that's what yeah, should have yeah. been the first indication to us as a like, viewer. That was never going to blow up. Because it got to like three seconds and Carter's like, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you're about to die. <laughs> did you, Who uh, cares about the computer? Did Jackson you turn it off and back on eyes. again? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Carter fully showed her all her research about science and all, yeah. like everything. This is how you use a QWERTY keyboard. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Speed typing. Of this, of this language that you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. And even with tech, I didn't know they had in 1997. She's like, oh, if I give you all this like bio information, can you fabricate it? And they're just like, her and the strange new doctor look at each other like, yeah, yeah we can. We, got, we can do anything you want down here. Whatever yeah. you want to create from your foreign world. What is your last name, by the way? We really don't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just need to put in the database. Yeah. Destroyer need, of what? We just need you to well, sign the visitor's thanks. book. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought uh, the ending, though, the build-up, it made better, I think, too, the fact that Lanaya gets away. Because then yeah. it's oh, like yeah. that's a pretty... Open. Not so much key villain, but she's pretty powerful. And just, just, the, just the name, Destroyer of Worlds, said by one guy who saw something bad happen that she did, mm. it puts this... 
just great sort of aura around her for any future episodes that she might pop up in. Have we seen any villains other than the Goa'uld? Um, or like major villains? Really. I mean, far and Carrie Water, Evelyn's you had Nem, but I feel like he was kind of neutral by the end. Yeah, yeah there's a lot just, of like week-to-week um, scene, but yeah, like a carryover ones, not really. The people yeah. from, the, from the Karai planet, we kind of made up with oh, them by In Atlantis, the they had the Jedi. They were shit. Oh, they were good at the start, and then they got <laughs> no, really bad. Once they got rid of Colmini, um, yeah. then it got then it no, got bad. Guys, you lose. Yeah, you lose. I guess you better watch um, Atlantis. Um, but Maddie, think. last week you said that you were looking forward to hoping that next week has a f- strong female presence. Oh, that was with a with a firm tongue in cheek. So you didn't like Linnea? No, she was fine. She was great. It was just kind of I think. If we do do a season review for this series when we get like when we get to the end of season two, this might be kind of in my my middle. Mm, I don't yeah. know if it's it's not one of my favourites. Yeah, it's definitely not um, horrible. But if, yeah, it's, if it it's, was in if it was in last season, I reckon it'd be in the top. Yeah, probably middle mm. to top. Yeah. Okay. I I liked it. I really enjoy, I think I've seen it a fair few times because I always go back and skip the shitty episodes and mm. I always watch this episode. I almost would have liked Linnea to have been there for a day or two before she double crossed him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, to I, learn a bit more. I yeah. would, I wouldn't have minded them like camping out the night before in the bush and just having some general chit chats. Yeah, waiting for yeah. on the planet, waiting for SG such and such to show up for, at the scheduled time because they had to gate to the planet. That's right. To wait for the other SG team who were coming for a scheduled survey mm. or whatever. Yeah, that's right. SG three. Spend some time there waiting for that team. Or imagine even carrying over instead of like a day or two, like you said. What if she was to carry over into the next episode? And you like the yeah. fact that they got her a room, and you start to think, oh, she's going to be like the new Tilk. She's this alien. <laughs> See you, Tilk. No, but no, not, <laughs> okay, not the new Tilk. See you, Tilk. We've got this old lady now. <laughs> Another Tilk. But she's an alien that can help them in ways that they haven't been able to get help before. Do you have a staff? And they keep sort of, infection. you know, keep sort of <laughs> catching up with her. Every oh, five wow. minutes, you see her working on a computer or something. Come the end of the episode, <laughs> old mate. Shows up through the Stargate, and granted, if you were to remember him from the previous episode, go, oh, it's that guy. Okay, cool. What are you doing here? She's the destroyer of worlds, and you realize, shit. And especially for viewers back in the day, she's been there a week. She's been working on computers for days. What has she been doing? And then she leaves. She got her check over. They put her into her coveralls. They sat her down at the computer. She only would have been there for an hour or two. My best, yeah. And it's like, well, to her, that's enough time to get all the information she needs to betray these people and move on. And it's like, I would have loved to have seen her spend some more time there. But I was just going through my notes just on Reese's thing about anyone who's gotten away, the one that we forgot about, and it's a bit of a theme here, Hathor. Mm, So it's another Mm. female villain who who got away at the end. Yeah. Oh, Lives to fight another day. Yeah, well, I was just thinking what I would have liked to have seen is if old mate didn't run in and go, oh, that's the destroyer of worlds, just to confirm that she is a bad guy. I would have yeah, liked for to, us. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah, liked maybe, it. Maybe Taldor were the people. We ended up going back and talking with Taldor, and they were the ones that were like, oh, this other prisoner. Well, she just or... left. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was going to say. If she yeah. just if there's no explanation, but she just left and just and just leave it at that. Yeah, that would have been a much better reveal instead would, of us yeah. already knowing before we mm. opened the blast doors. And I think, yeah, and that would have got rid of them then trusting, oh, this guy that's just yeah, run in. And, yeah, you mightn't have cared that much. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, if you don't establish her as actually being a horrible person, mm. would, would you, it kind of would be an ambiguous ending though, wouldn't it? Well, it's going to, well, it's, obviously it, 
the ending as it is now leaves it open for more storyline in the future. Yeah. So I think, and she is someone that, who's double crossed us. Yeah, and, you know. So I think that that question mark, and obviously you're going to have you know the self destruct still goes off, and then she just exits without an explanation. I think that's going to leave a question, a bigger question mark at the end than it does now. And it's going to be more interesting when she comes back into it rather than just, oh yeah, we know her. She's the evil guy. Now they've just got to stop. I think if the blind guy, when he got healed, had a, had a like more horrific reaction to seeing her Mm. than what he kind of gave, you're like, Mm. what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would, would we have criticized that? Like had the blind guy not called her to the destroyer and given us that little bit of doubt, aside from that, Linnea was completely reasonable. Yeah. Us at all. So it's would the unexplained setting the self destruct and her disappearing, if that had happened, would we be sitting here criticizing it for being unmotivated? I think it would show more the conniving nature of her and yeah. how she got to uh the opportunity to put this disease in all these people. I think that would just uh solidify yeah. her character as a as a like she had a little in that- done a few more Easter eggs along the road yeah. and then just yeah. that. Yeah, would, so that when you, you watch it back, would yeah. you still have wanted that scene of her taking out the nurse and doing all those other bits and pieces on the way through? No, just the reveal of the blaster. Oh. See, I, yeah. I, I reckon I'd shit all over that episode saying it's it's her her. We didn't get to see the motivations of of Linnea at all. Yeah, but as the, to why she double. Well, why do you end. still yeah, you, don't? You don't. Re- it's no, just the motivation. backstory. Of... Well, it just confirms that she is evil because she got the information she wanted from us yeah but that's what we're saying we didn't want the confirmation we wanted it to be confirmed in a future episode whereas like to keep us guessing a lot more i think that would have been that'd, better written i think that'd be fun if it was a two-parter you know we don't hear yeah. from linnea i guess it would have know. sucked yeah, too if she okay. had it gone through and the blind guy was like oh yeah she's the destroyer of worlds I thought you guys knew. Aren't you blind? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a full circle sort of thing with him sticking for holding onto that secret, sticking him in front of the uh, vortex. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Thanks for telling us. Yeah. looks like, I told you I was going to lose my patience with you. <laughs> but I guess, you know, I'd rather SG1 out and her killing randoms. I don't know them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got no emotional connection whatsoever. All right, that's episode 25 of Get In The Gates. Uh, Prisoners, season two, episode three. We will be back next Sunday. Hashtag Stargate Sundays to talk episode four of the season. The Gamekeeper. This is a big one here. we got uh, dire- written by Jonathan Glasner and Brad Wright, directed by Martin Wood. So the, the, the three big names of Stargate Trinity. SG-1 are in this. So it, it should be big. I'm going to look towards you, Reese. So, uh, if yeah. Anyone knows big is Reese. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, join us. Uh, Stargate Just next ask week. Lincoln. Check out. Yeah, join us next uh, Sunday. You've got a week to watch The Gamekeeper. If uh, you are joining us for the first time, go back and check out all of our podcasts. They're on our SoundCloud and iTunes podcast channels. You can check us out on uh, the socials Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram simply at Get Into Gate. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis, Twitter, and Instagram. Maddie, where can we find you? Uh, at High Pitch Maddie on Instagram. Brendan, sir. At the Brendan Gibson. And Reese. At the Flying Gibson. Good stuff, boys. That is Prisoners next week, the Gamekeeper for more Stargate Sundays with Get Into Gate. GetIntoGeek.com. Taldor. <laughs> Tell the door. (laughs) Tell the door.